0: Your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every
1: day. Hey, hockey fans. Happy Wednesday. You're listening to Locked On NHL, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, bringing you all the latest, greatest news about what's going on in the world of the National Hockey League. Today's show is brought to you by Locker Room. You can download the Locker Room app from the iOS app store and find one of our Locked On rooms. Uh, lots of our hosts are having Locked On rooms during the playoffs, so you can you know, do things like, oh, commiserate with Leafs fans over the Leafs blowing a lead. We'll talk about that later. But Locker Room, it is changing the way we talk sports we're going to talk sports right now, all about the NHL. We will get to make fun of Toronto. Do, do, actually, do we, do we just want to start out with making fun of Toronto? We well, I've been doing it all day, way? so yeah, awesome. absolutely, awesome, <laughs> awesome. We're going to do that first. My name is Sarah Avampato, host of Locked On Kings, joined as always by Tom Gazzola, uh, TSN 1260, and uh, let's just let's just spend a good like two three minutes talking about Toronto. I know they're like not our side of the map, but come mm. on, man, you got yeah. to,
0: yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. They're not this podcast in particular side of the map, at least when we host on Wednesdays. But uh, and on my side of the map up in the Great White North, which is deliciously warm and hot right now, and I love it. It's just nice to be in summer weather. Uh, it's the talk of the country, the implosion of the Toronto Maple Leafs. And the other thing, too, Sarah, that it's done. It's taken away some of the attention from the Edmonton Oilers, which is kind of funny in its own right because Edmonton, of course, you know, swept last week by the Winnipeg Jets, and then everything was uh, going just, just a okay for the Maple Leafs at that point until the Montreal Canadiens decided to change up the plans and claw their way out of a 3-1 deficit in the series and then by game 7. My goodness. I don't Sarah, I don't know if you caught just like the footage in pregame warm up mm-hmm. uh, Kyle Dubas pacing mm-hmm. and the players they did not look at ease whatsoever no. and no. I saw that and I'm like, "Uh-oh, the Leafs are in trouble." <laughs> and sure enough, they they had nothing in that game. No. I mean, it was it was a quiet game for the most part until the Habs were able to get a couple. And they were just persistent. They got big saves from Carey Price throughout the entire series. And he was great again in Game 7. And it just felt like it was never going to go the Leafs' way uh, on Monday night. And sure enough, it didn't. And so... 17 years without uh, an appearance in the second round, without a series win. They've had opportunities. They just have blown them all. And they're big guns. Marner and Matthews, obviously, under the gun because when they needed them most, they weren't there. I mean, Mm -hmm. Matthews did have some great opportunities. He hit the post in the game. But Marner took some bad delay of game penalties and... Tavares, obviously that situation with his injury was scary and, and hopefully he's gonna be okay. They had no Jake Muzzin. And here we are, uh talking about the Maple Leafs not making it into the next round. And uh Leaf's I'm I'm sure Leaf's nation is going absolutely berserk. The rest of the country's enjoying it. Um and here we are. <laughs> it's just like, wow. Okay, Jets and Canadians in the second round, I guess.
1: Yeah, which is Certainly not the way I drew up it, drew it up in my bracket. I absolutely had Edmonton versus Toronto, and that it's just done. My, the whole bracket just busted now. At this point, it's I think it's going to be interesting to. See. I think, I think this front office regime for the, the Maple Leafs might be a little less prone to just hitting the eject button. But things clearly have to change. They brought in all of these guys for you know leadership and experience. They went big at the trade deadline online, bringing in experienced players like Nick Fellino and and things like that and it just did not work and it's going to be interesting to see how they retool. I mean, retool is is a dirty word these days since everyone means it uses it to mean uh rebuild only not but something has to change there and whether it's a skill thing or a, you know, mental skills thing, I don't know. But Toronto is going to be fascinating to watch in this off season because this is obviously not the first time that they have blown it
0: in pretty spectacular fashion. Sarah, and that's a good point. It, it is interesting to think of too. Once you get past the wow factor of it, and, and you're right, there, there probably is going to be some changes. And naturally, of course, especially when you, you lose in the first round. But I wonder if they had Muzzin, I wonder if they had John Tavares in, I wonder if, you know, Freddie Anderson didn't have that injury for a month and he was playing good hockey and they didn't need to rely on Jack Campbell, who had good numbers in this series, but Campbell himself said, I let in some goals that I shouldn't have. And if if it would have been different, if the mindset would have been different, if that Unease wouldn't have crept in into Game Seven into the team's collective psyche. I I wonder if they would have been headstrong. I wonder if we even would have gotten to a Game Seven. Maybe they would have been able to wrap it up in six or five. Uh, it, it it those questions I think are valid, and you know I think it's hard to look at that, especially if you're a Leafs fan or uh, if you can't get over. You're not looking past the fact that. Uh, what an implosion! Good on the Montreal Canadiens, all that. But if if that factors in, and you look and say, "Geez, if if the health of the team would have been there, if that John Tavares Corey Perry situation didn't happen, and Tavares wasn't out, um, if Nick Foligno wasn't banged up as well, because he was banged up, like if they were more healthy, would it have? led to the same result. So, so that's an interesting part of it. But anyway, I, that's not what anyone's talking about. They'd rather <laughs> just jump on the juicy part, which is funny and fun. And, but uh, if you peel back the curtain a little bit, you, know, you can see, hey, uh, those injuries def- definitely, definitely played a factor.
1: Yeah, the the Jake Muzzin one, especially having watched him for years on the Kings and knowing how he at times was the best defenseman on his team. Don't tell Drew Doughty that, but Jake Muzzin (laughs) was definitely uh, sometimes the, the top guy for the Kings and knowing how he can change a situation. And I'm sure that that forced a lot of players on Toronto's blue line to have to play minutes and situations that maybe they wouldn't have. So yeah, it's, it's going to be one of the big, what ifs I think of, of sports of, of this playoffs of what could have happened for Toronto if uh, everyone had been healthy and it just seems like once things go bad, they just spiral out of control. And here we are with <laughs> the Montreal Canadians being perfectly poised to take advantage of that.
0: Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, I will state say this one thing though. I picked, the halves and seven. <laughs> so that that's one. I'm going to give myself a pat on the back because uh, that's, that's one, you know, a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then and uh, this blind squirrel found one. So uh, good job, Tom. Good job.
1: I love it. I love it. That's a, uh, you know, someone had to get it right and uh, congratulations.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much.
1: We've got more coming up, but before we get there, I want to talk to you all about locker room. If you haven't heard already, Locker Room is basically the coolest, neatest, newest social audio platform made just for sports fans like you. The app is free to download from iOS App Store. And once you're in, you can talk with people like me, other locked on hosts, fans, athletes, insiders, bloggers, writers, podcasters, whoever it is, you name it. You can find them on Locker Room talking about sports all in real time. Locker room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league or about your favorite team. Uh, just the other night, there was a locker room, which was a live watch of the Maple Leafs Montreal Canadiens Game 7. Uh, you can find post-game reactions, you can find Uh, People talking about just about whatever you want. I know for a fact that some of our hosts are going to be doing uh, draft lottery locker rooms uh, after the NHL draft lottery. So whatever it is you're looking for, reactions to big news, anything like that, you can find it on Locker Room. There are, of course, locked on hosts, not just from the NHL, but from across the NBA, MLB and more all doing some rooms on Locker Room. So go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. I know you're going to find a ton of incredible rooms all about your favorite teams and leagues, and hopefully you uh, you hear me on there joining in on some different Locker Rooms in the NHL world. You can download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, it is changing the way we talk sports. Also, let's talk Bilt Bar, because one of my favorite things about Bilt Bar is not just the fact that it's delicious, is not just the fact that it's healthy for you, is not just the fact that it tastes like you're eating a candy bar, it's that, like, you never know when a new fancy flavor is going to come out. Uh, they have nine core flavors, the Bilt Bar Protein Bar, including flavors like coconut, cherry, salted caramel, and more. And if you go to uh, the website builtbar.com right now, you're going to find a new special flavor, and that flavor is toffee almond. And uh, I've got some some hints that coming up down the road, we're going to have some more fancy flavors being introduced into the Built Bar world. And if you can't decide what flavor is your favorite, well, they have mixed boxes so you can... Make your own flavor combinations and try all of the ones that you want to try. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. We will turn now to look at uh, one of the the big matchups in the West, which is, of course, the Vegas Golden Knights and the Colorado Avalanche, who many people had predicted we were going to be facing each other. That's just sort of the way things were going to shake out. And we anticipated this series to be a really good one. And then... The avalanche completely blew the Golden Knights out of the water in the first game. And Ryan Reeves did Ryan Reeves things and is now suspended for two games. Uh, basically instigated all, an all out you know brawl on the ice because of some of the things that he did. Uh, this is not the first uh, suspension we've seen in the playoffs. It's not the first time we've seen Ryan Reeves be suspended. But uh, here we go again with the discussion on Uh, player safety on how these things are evaluated on whether two games is enough, not enough, too many. It'd be really nice to have one playoff series without this coming back up.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love controversy. It's fun. It's something to talk about. And let's also allude to the fact that he pulled out some of Ryan Graves hair, uh, which was confirmed by the, (laughs) the linesman. Um, Yeah. You know, Ryan Reeves, that's his job. His job isn't to to be stupid, but he's he's there to be a physical presence and intimidate. He tried to do that. He obviously went over the line. He is going to be suspended for two games. Okay, um, you know, don't pull out a guy's hair. You know that's that's a weird <laughs> thing to do. First of all, don't do that. And secondly, if you're Ryan Graves, you're six foot five. You're a big boy. You're twenty six years old stick up for yourself a little bit. That's something that I'm concerned about, Sarah. Like I know Mm -hmm. we get into the the Department of Player Safety and and their decisions. Some of them are terrible. Some of them are spot on. Some of them are, you know, okay, you know. But Mm -hmm. if you're a big dude and another big dude's coming after you, or actually, you know what, if you're just on the ice against an opponent and an opponent's coming after you, at least try to defend yourself a little bit. I, mm-hmm. I'm concerned about that. And I know Ryan Reeves is a scary guy. He's tough. He's, he's the de facto tough guy in the league right now. There's no denying that. I know there's some other ones out there, but he's part of a dying breed. He can play a little bit, obviously. Otherwise, he wouldn't be playing in the National Hockey League right now. But stick up for yourself. and And it's not just Ryan Graves not sticking up for himself, but – We've seen it, like Aaron Eckblad getting pummeled by Max Domi, Mm-mm. just arms down, waiting for punches to be fed while he looks for the officials to jump in. Don't do that. That happened a couple years ago. Lars mm-hmm. Eller, same thing with Brad Marchand. Brad Marchand just starts punching him in the face. Eller doesn't even protect himself. Eller's way bigger. That's what concerns me overall. Mm-hmm. And I'm not here to defend Ryan Reeves and what he did because – He's going to pay the price for stepping way over the line, but it's disappointing to a certain extent to not see guys at least stick up for themselves a little bit. And especially when they're big, tough guys who can handle themselves. Um, that that's part of it where I'm just like, come on, you guys like give yourselves a chance, at least get those hands up or, or something. And, uh, you know, I think Ryan Graves could have done a better job of that, but, at the same time, he's having his hair pulled by the toughest guy in the league, so it's it's tough to you know make a case for that. But I'm just that's my concern in general is a lack of guys sticking up for themselves when um, they should give themselves a chance, buy themselves a few extra seconds, so the officials can jump in and uh, mitigate and minimize the harm that can be done.
1: And that whole play was just I had to watch it several times to even untangle what was going on there. And, you know, I I certainly can't even blame the officials for not getting a handle on it quickly because it was just this mass of people in in front of the nets. Everyone's kind of limbs are everywhere. This guy's getting punched. That guy's getting punched. And, you know, then of course, when replays zoom in on what happened with, with uh, Ryan Reeves and uh, Ryan Graves, but uh, just, it was just one of those things where, I feel like that whole game had been escalating from the very beginning, which I feel like also goes back to the whole issue of how do we call the games and how do we, how do you keep control of these situations? Are you calling it by the book? We know it's the playoffs and, you know, what's a penalty in game one of the regular season is not a penalty in the playoffs and, and all that stuff. And, And it's just that game sort of feels like the, the culmination of all of the issues that we have been sort of poking at this season uh, in in the national hockey league, all just sort of exploded right there with Ryan Reeves yanking out a guy's hair.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you, you nailed it on the head. Like you could see it coming. You could feel it coming. Um, We still have it in hockey where things are escalating. You know, it's reaching a boiling point and it'll blow up and, (laughs) It's a matter of how it's controlled when it blows up. Um, a lot of times it gets handled well and, and nobody's worse for wear and they walk away or something like that happens and you get a nasty incident. So it, it's one of those times and it's still in the game. I, I don't know if that'll ever not be a part of the game where uh, it reaches a boiling point, but you, you just hope that when it does occur in the future, guys aren't pulling other guys' hair out and doing really stupid things like that.
1: There is more hockey talk coming up right after this, but first let's talk all about betonline.ag because betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. The playoffs are just like the perfect time for this because there's always something happening. There's always big news, big drama, and of course, big payouts. Baseball season is in full swing. We've of course got the hockey playoffs, the NBA playoffs, anything you can think of, Bet Online is involved in. So you can get all of the latest news, odds, information for all of your sporting needs. So head on over to BetOnline.ag on your laptop or your mobile device and check out all of the great things you can find there, learn about sign-up bonuses, contest information, and more. So this is your chance to get into the game as teams make their runs through the playoffs. So make sure you head over to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. That's betonline.ag promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. And once you, you know, happen to get a little return on your investment, hopefully from BetOnline.ag, maybe you want to invest it. But investing is hard. It's very complicated. It doesn't really matter how long you've been studying it. You can go down a rabbit hole of investing, learning things, and still feel very overwhelmed. Wealthfront makes it easy. So whether you are a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront is there for you and they have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio specifically for you in minutes, There's no manual trades. There's no picking of stocks. You don't have to sit in front of your computer or be attached to your phone all day waiting to know if you should buy or sell or whatever. Everything is handled automatically based off of preferences that you control. All you need is $500 to get started so you can grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do all the work for you. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. Again, to get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL and get started today. Well, the hair thing did remind me of an incident that happened a couple years ago with uh, Nazem Kadri and Joe Thornton, where Kadri yanked out a chunk of Joe Thornton's beard. Yeah, uh, which, you know, that was a thing that sure happened. And Nazem Khadri himself has been the subject of an eight game suspension from uh, the Department of Player Safety uh, that happened during the Blues series where he uh, was penalized for an illegal check to the head of Justin Falk, uh, who I believe missed the rest of that series. Khadri uh, got eight games and he is a guy who I had thought had kind of turned it around ever since he left Toronto and uh, went to the Avalanche. He seemed like he was playing on the right side of the line. And he was still being a pest, still being physical, but was getting back to actually playing hockey and not uh, stuff like this, Uh, which that that hit was not particularly great, uh, the one on Falk. Uh, And he has, uh, Kadri has appealed his suspension. Gary Bettman said, no, I don't care and upheld the suspension. Uh, And now he goes to an independent arbitrator uh, later this week and that ruling will be binding. But Kadri could technically have his uh, suspension lessened? He might not, but here we are, uh, yet another uh, incident a little earlier. This one's dragging on now, though, because of the the appeals. But uh, Nazem Kadri, a guy that I thought finally got it, uh, now has himself in this situation.
0: And Nazem Kadri, when he's playing, you know, within the bounds of the game, is an effective and talented player. Um, that's the most important thing, but he crosses the line, too. And he's been punished for it, and he's a repeat offender. That's why he got the eight games. It was yep. a malicious, terrible hit, mm-hmm. uh, targeted the head, all those things. It, so, I, I mean, it's well within his right to appeal. And, you know, he's already missed games, but I, I don't like his chances of getting it reduced. If it does, whatever. The, my big question now, Sarah, going forward, is has he actually learned anything? Or will he, we'd be talking about a Nazem Kadri incident a year from now on this podcast, two years from now. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the big thing. And, uh, clearly he has not learned from his prior, prior incidents.
1: Yeah. Which is disappointing. Cause I feel like he had been kind of held up as the, like, un Tom Wilson of Tom Wilson, a guy who is also repeat offender, very good hockey player, doesn't need to play like that. And instead keeps making the same mistakes. And Kadri, it seemed like, had gotten better. But, you know, apparently not. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the arbitrator. Uh, The arbitrator, of course, is how Tom Wilson's very large suspension from a couple seasons ago got reduced. Uh, So anything could happen on this one. But, uh, you know, here we are. And and ultimately, the Avalanche clearly were okay without him because uh, their performance against Vegas was just – phenomenal. Like I I watched Colorado <laughs> passing the puck on the power play and I'm like I would just leave if I was the goalie. <laughs> like I I don't know how you defend against them half of the time. Uh, and we have these two matchups right now uh with the Golden Knights and the uh the Avalanche and then we have on the other side the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Carolina Hurricanes. We have basically four of the best teams in the league all meeting now. In the second round, I can hardly get excited about this Bruins Islanders matchup or Jets uh, Canadians. Like I I just don't see either of those ones really making much of a dent in whoever comes out of these uh, these other matchups. It it feels very much like we're looking at the conference conference finals with
0: a couple of other handful of games just hanging around. Yeah. And you know what always could happen? And I always kind of toss this out there somewhat jokingly is the lightning and the, the hurricanes could beat each other up for seven games. And that'll mm-hmm. be a tremendous series. But by the end of it, the winner might come out of it so battered and bruised that they're right mm-hmm. for the picking. Same goes for the Avs and the golden Knights. And, you know, we saw game one, how ugly that got. And if people will be injured furthermore in, in the remaining games, what could happen then? And, and that's a total possibility. Um, but those are, those are really good teams. I'm excited for jets, Habs, just because of all the silliness of the North division this year. And, uh, the Islanders and the Bruins, we had some drama in, in game two. So, you know, I'm willing to give them a chance, but you're right. Like these high octane teams meeting in the second round. Um, you, you kind of wanted to see it in the, in the third round, but here we are, Sarah, we're getting excellent hockey in the second round. And, uh, it's going to create some some wacky f- semifinals. You can't even call them conference finals, can we, this year because of the no conferences thing. So, yeah, that's, uh, let's see what happens if they just beat the snot out of each other and whatever team survives the longest maybe punches their ticket to the Stanley Cup final.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it feels like that's especially true with Colorado and Vegas. Uh, My prediction on that one was Colorado and seven. I kind of voted with my heart a little bit, maybe not necessarily uh, my head or the analytics or anything, but regardless of what happens, whoever comes out of that one, I think is just going to be, you know, hoping maybe they get a break somehow because it's, it's going to be very physical. Vegas is certainly a team that has no shyness with or without Ryan Reeves of, of, you know, playing the body as it were and throwing big hits and uh, Colorado for all of the skill they have on their lineup. They also have the guys who play that game. And this is, this is a matchup of two teams that, you know, it's a little early to say that this could be like one of those iconic uh, matchups in the playoffs that people are still going to be talking about years in the future, but it feels like it has the potential Uh, this first blowout game, notwithstanding, but these are two big teams who either, either of them could be a Stanley cup favorite.
0: Yeah. And, and here's the other thing too, is like, that was, that was a statement in game one, no denying Mm -hmm. that whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But I, I think the Vegas golden Knights have every, every ability to punch back literally and figuratively, obviously. And I, I'm with you. I'm, think in this series does drag on. I don't think it's going to be a quick, neat and tidy Colorado just prance their way into the third round. I don't think that's the case. Vegas is a very good team. I know Colorado's had their way with them, but I think Vegas will punch back and get a couple of wins, maybe force a game seven even.
1: Yeah, this is just as an onlooker. I have no, no, nothing in any of these races. Of my team certainly is uh, golfing and has been golfing for a while it's it's really fun to sit back and watch all of this chaos sitting back and watching game seven against the leafs and the canadians was just you know just give me a bag a, a bag of popcorn and i can just sit there and be entertained by by the feelings that everyone else is having and it, it's you know this this these are the kind of games where you're like this is good for the sport and you yeah. wish that more people would watch it because these are going to be very exciting matchups. We have, you know, the high scoring, well um, didn't end up being high scoring, but two teams who know how to score the uh, the lightning and the hurricanes. Uh, that series has the potential to be, I was going to say electric, but that I don't mean it as a lightning pun, <laughs> but you know, it, it could be a very exciting series and, you know, pitting uh, two goaltenders, one a Vezina candidate, Vesna Vezina winner, and uh, Alex Nadelkovich, who is, Generally unknown unless you happen to be a Carolina Hurricanes prospect person or you watch the AHL a lot uh, and and just cool as a cucumber, really. Uh, Just two teams that I think are really well-matched against each other, and I think that series can go the distance, too.
0: Let's see what happens. But, uh, yeah, I'm so used to being a bystander when it comes to the postseason. (laughs) That uh, the popcorn has been ready since last mm-hmm. Monday. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, bring it on. I'm just, I'm golfing. I'm the one golfing and the one <laughs> watching with popcorn and being like, this is great. <laughs> I love this.
1: Right. We need something to keep us entertained. And yeah. it looks like e- even, you know, I, I don't mean to discount the the North Division or the Boston Islanders game. That, that last game was crazy the the comeback and the overtime and everything uh they're going to be very fun series as well and i'm just i'm just glad it's not me that i don't have to worry about any of that drama i can just enjoy go. it and, and yeah, watch it as well.
0: <laughs> get to be hockey fans it's kind of nice isn't it
1: yeah yeah it's been a while like
0: there you
1: it, go just enjoy it while it happens well we'll uh we'll continue to keep tabs on this i'm sure that next week something else so ridiculous will have happened between vegas <laughs> and colorado or one yeah. of these teams it's like It's not hockey if something weird hasn't happened. So we will, of course, will update you on that whenever we learn what crazy stuff happens here in the league. Uh, For people who want to hear more from you, in the meantime, where can they find you aside from on the golf course?
0: Oh, oh yes. Uh, At Tom Gazzola on Twitter. And you can catch me on TSN 1260 in Edmonton every day or through iHeartRadio. I guess they would like if I plugged that. uh, So for the first time, you can check out TSN 1260 on iHeartRadio as well.
1: All right. And you can find me on Twitter at right said, Sarah, the show's on Twitter at locked on NHL pods. So you can make sure you never miss an episode or any of the cool things happening across the league. Uh, we will, be having some cool coverage for uh, the draft lottery. I'm sure that whoever wins that, we'll be talking to them uh, on Locked on NHL to see their feelings about uh, where they landed in the draft and, you know, if Buffalo's going to be disappointed again, we'll see. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, that is all coming up, all coming up uh, in the near future here on Locked on NHL. Make sure you're subscribing to this show, you're following the show, whatever uh, you want to call it, on your favorite podcast app of choice. We are basically everywhere, including Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, the new odyssey app anywhere that has podcasts you can find us tell a friend all about it and make sure you come back tomorrow for more hockey talk on locked on nhl part of the lockdown podcast network your team every day